Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 365 for Tuesday, the 16th of September, 2014. Hello! Hello! Tonight is a little bit bittersweet because it's our last night in Studio C. Can you believe it? So exciting. We're going to continue our series tonight on WordPress administration. We're going to pick up where we left off, actually, on episode number 363. Uh, we're going to learn to tweak our settings for WordFence. It's a security plugin for WordPress. It's going to protect your blog. Also, we've got your viewer questions, and Sasha is going to pay a visit to Studio D. Don't go anywhere. Also, here's what's coming up in the newsroom. Yahoo is fighting for its users' right to privacy. Microsoft is buying the company that makes Minecraft, and the creator is leaving. Oh. Uh-huh. The ban on Uber's al- alternative taxi service has been lifted in Germany. That's interesting. And a Canon printer has been hacked to run the old game Doom on the tiny screen. Nice. These stories are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring... Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. your host, Robbie Ferguson. Introducing Belltone First, a revolutionary new hearing aid. So small you can hardly see it. So comfortable you can hardly feel it. For the first time ever, you can control hearing aids directly from your iPhone. Pick up the phone, listen to music, and use your hearing aids like wireless headphones. Hear everything that matters. Try Belltone first. For a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. Category 5 Technology TV. Hey, I'm Robbie Ferguson. I am Sasha Dermatis. Don't forget, folks, exciting stuff. Uh, if you are interested in building a green screen chroma key studio, whether it be for professional use or just for fun, uh, we've got them on sale for 56% off. And well, why wouldn't you be excited about a green screen com- chroma key? You and I yes. put that thing together here. Easy. I could do it. We don't have enough space here, but if you've got a garage or uh, an extra bedroom that you can set up a chroma key studio, put the kids on a, a, a box that you paint green and just make them do the Superman thing. What? Fly them through Perfect space. Perfect family vacation pictures that you could then post oh, on absolutely. your social media. I wow. The world the would kids, be... The uh, kids, you know what I did with my boys, is put them up against the green screen, took mm-hmm. a picture of them, and then took a house that they built with Lego and I put them in the house. And to See? this day, they think that is the coolest thing. And with Chroma Key, and- it's really, really easy. Uh, you can actually pick one up at cat5.tv slash green. Uh, you want to check out the kits. The full kits come with the lights. They come with the green screen. They come with the stands and everything that you need to get started. That's cat5.tv slash green. And we're telling you all about it because they're on sale up to 56 
20% off. A steal. Unbelievable deal. A deal you can't pass up. Cat5.tv slash green. Love it. <laughs> um... <laughs> we had a joke before the show that if Robbie, you know, Robbie is hard to talk uh, because we, Robbie just keeps talking. What yes, and loquacious. The word of the day is loquacious. So uh, he just, I just threw I would me try the ball. That. Yeah, I just thought I would try that. Turns out I dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to tell you, Category Five TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat Five TV slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters, cat5.tv slash IAIB. I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but the famous Sasha Dermatis is here in studio with me tonight. She has a profile on IMDb, so she's got to be more famous than me. A path to the Oscars. It's blank. But it is a path to but the Oscars, you my are friends. A star, so that's good. I know I'm Googleable. It's nice to be a star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Sasha Dermatis has a business card to sign, to autograph, and to give away. We're going to be sending one out tonight. So make sure you uh, right stick around. Make sure you get in the chat room, and uh, that's your way to win. Because Drawbot is going to be drawing that a little bit later on tonight. Also, if you uh, have a mobile device, go over to m.cat5.tv. That's our mobile yes. website. M.cat5.tv for all the mobile goodness. Excellent. So. Watch the show on your smartphone, which is. Absolutely. Yeah. Not while you're in the subway. It turns out cell phones don't work in the subway. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, these days they're adding Wi-Fi to the the trains. Oh. So that's good. Mm -hmm. And And I make the comment that, you know, it's good on the train. You can, you know, or on the bus when you're, you know, just listening or whatever, because there is audio as well. And a viewer on Twitter actually let us know. Oh, that that's right. That's actually sitting on the bus, watching the, listening to the show live. So that's perfect. That's actually, cool. if you're at the gym as well. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're working out to this right now, what should we do? Like you can do it. Yeah, just push a go, little harder. Go, go. Yes. Just three more reps, man. You can do it. It's like the advertising <laughs> that you see before the show on YouTube sometimes. Like, hey, man, I'm eating like a pig. And uh, do you want to know how I stay so fit? How do you stay so fit? I don't know. I've never watched the ad. Oh, you because you end. can skip the ad after five ad. seconds, right. right? But I'll be that encouraging to those of you who are listening to this at the gym. <laughs> the hook. Mm-hmm. So Studio D is, is kind of the big news right now around Category 5. Wow. Yeah, it's so, so close to How are you in. doing? Because you, you must be exhausted, too. Like it's, it's been a long, like, long-haul days of... You know, we all work full time, right? We all and we had the with the Terry studio. Fox run, which yeah. my blog readers would know about, mm-hmm. um, or the whole world knows about Terry Fox. That's right. Um, and then I did a little bit of work in Studio D. Lots of, of fun. You know what? I I will admit, I ended up getting there exhausted, and it wasn't well, you until were already tired before you got there. Yes. Oh, yes. That makes it even funner. However, yeah. I drank a full coffee. And Good. then you'll, I don't know whether or not you have clips of this because I drank the coffee and yes. then I, my energy spiked. So for a moment, for a brief moment, I thought I was going to tackle everything on your list to do that day. Let's, uh, let's take a look. <laughs> All right. This place is looking awesome. Now, um, the plan for today for myself is to clean 
I think to clean up all of the dust, then to prime both the walls with the blue on them and to paint some ceiling tiles. So I will check back in a couple of minutes after I started setting up and uh, we will get started. As you can see behind me, that wall has its first coat of primer. That wall is next. So, now that I'm in the groove, I think I can tackle everything. So, um, my new plan is, except for sanding, to get everything else on Robbie's list done today. So, two coats of primer, and then um, vacuuming, sweeping, vacuuming, and maybe some mopping. I realized that it will get messy again, but it would be really great for Robbie to come in and see everything squeaky clean as much as possible. Coat two is about to start on all of the walls I'm doing. I've finished vacuuming. Probably gonna skip the mopping to be truthful. Oopsie, sorry I put that on tape. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that's about it. So let's see how quick I can do the second coat. Yay, done the second coat. Yes! The next thing I'm going to do is to remove all of the sticky, gross residue stuff from the glass door at the front. Let's see if I can get that in there. There we go. After that, lunch break. All right, the stickery gooey stuff is off the door in perfect timing because I am starving. So lunch break it is. I don't know if I'll be back in the studio today, but tomorrow I'm on air, so I'll see you soon. Oh dear. <laughs> well, thanks, buddy. I mean, it's a, it's amazing how much work this has been, and it's been we've been making really, really good progress. Um, so Sasha was able to prime some of the walls. We've got uh, Vicky had also come out and primed some walls, and Hillary has been there, and we've been working on the ceiling tiles, and and I was there priming walls, learning to prime walls, and mudding as you know which uh, <laughs> I could not bring myself to help with the mudding I I couldn't either but somebody had to do it and I'm mudding. bad at it I can tell you though that given my schedule um, and my like almost complete lack of availability at almost all times which is nothing to do with the fact that this is a renovation which is low on my list of things I love high on my list of things I dislike <laughs> um I feel really horrible every time I see a post and you're there and I think, oh, I should be helping because <laughs> I'm going to benefit so much from having such a great, big, awesome studio. It's going to be it's gonna be so neat. spacious. It's going to be professional. It's going to be a great camera. We're going to have a news, a whole news area. I am totally benefiting from this because I love to be surrounded by really nice things. However, all I have done for help is two coats of primer huge, and the right? sticky th stuff off the door. That's good too because there was like a thick vinyl on the on the door that I yeah. finally peeled off, but it left this horrible residue. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you got it so clean. Yeah, it was like super high-powered nail polish remover. That's what I That's got. What it was. Acetone is what uh, Anthony had recommended that I get. So. Yeah, it was that was a, a feat. 
it took longer than it appears because I turned the camera turned off. off the camera I did not doing. want anybody. So, so basically, everybody in the chat room is like, okay, did she have uh, an army of people helping her in between shots? Like, I got on camera. I said, okay, now I'm going to put on a couple of rolls. And then I stopped the camera. And then, okay, everybody, go. And she sat there with a mojito while everybody else was <laughs> doing right. the stuff. Who knows? We may never know. I have never tracked my energy spike due to a cup of coffee until I did this. And I was like, well, that's exactly like I I had my coffee. I thought I was going to conquer the entire studio. Like it was going to, there was going to be a, there was going to be a couch moved in. There was going to be like, everything was going to be done. There was not going to be one thing left on Robbie's list. By the time I was done that day, I drank my coffee. I did one (laughs) coat of primer. I was like, this is really tough work. And I'm leaving for lunch now. I I was there till after 10 p.m. last night. And after working a full shift and I was just, uh, and you'll see on the day 31 video that I was burnt and, mm-hmm. and it's just because we're, we're kind of, everybody's on opposite schedule. So Sasha was there while I was at work. And then when she's at work, I was there. And so mm-hmm. nobody's, uh, there were, there were a couple times when, when we were able to work together and that's, that's a lot more fun. Uh, but when we're working on our own, it's tiring and you don't have people there cheering you on and stuff so you just do your best whiskey zero has a great question do you have internet working in studio d yet we do not and we'll talk a little bit about that um a little bit later tonight but that's one of the big challenges um because the studio space is in an industrial complex and they don't have internet service out there Mm -hmm. so that's problematic and you know what there's not even a real huge need except for us right i was thinking I've heard before where people will offer to put a tower up and then mm-hmm. companies will pay them. Yes. This That's is right. difficult because nobody in an industrial area wants to have internet. But if we were to make an arrangement, say, with the landlord to put up a tower for an ISP on the premises, mm-hmm. so take a spot in the parking lot or whatever, it's a huge building, and they were to rent that space, then we could maybe work something out like that. Who knows? That uh, that's where, and it's not for the locals. It's for everybody, right? So that you walking around with your cell phone in Barry would be covered by that tower, so you get better signal. Oh, that would be so, ideal. Yeah, so walking around, not driving around. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different story. So internet <laughs> is still up in the air, um, and there will be uh, a few weeks of um, we're going to be. It's it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be tough. But I know that you're here with us, and we're going to make it happen. We're going to do the show. We're never going to miss a show. No. If we don't have internet, it may be pre-recorded, or uh, it could be delayed, or lower quality live, or something like that. But we're going to make it happen. I do have an LTE hotspot, but I only get one meg up. What does one meg up mean? It means I can upload up to one meg per second. So, so what the video stream. does right that now, mean? <laughs> Just to give you folks an idea, right now, at this very moment, live on Category 5, do you want to read that number right there, Sasha? Uh, 5,965. KBPS. KBPS. That's what we're broadcasting right now. We are pushing. Now we just spiked up to 7.1 7, 7, 7,143. So we're pushing anywhere up to 7.5. There's 7.4. Are those megs? Yeah. So, well, those are kilobits per second. So 1,000 per meg, give or take. So we're looking at 7.4 to 8 megs 
So we could do it. No, that's what I'm using right now. Oh, we can't. broadcast. Oh. We can only get one meg on LTE. Right. So. My brain is messing up greater than, less than right now. (laughs) One seventh of the speed. Right. That we're currently using will be our maximum there. So then would we be able to, in a worst case scenario, just broadcast at a lower quality? That's exactly what would happen. So we would just speak slower? We'd just be fuzzy. You'd have to just watch it on your Apple iWatch. Just a little itty-bitty window. There you go. We're going to make it happen, though. It's going to happen, and uh, we're looking at fiber options. There is fiber optic. Uh, there are fiber optic lines that go th- down the street. They do not go to our building, so we would have to have fiber installed in the building. Right. Just bring it down from Yeah. So from that's possible. Big Bay. That's a possibility. <laughs> so that's, uh, and I wish I had a, an answer for you right now. But we're still working on it. We're still putting that together. Where would the excitement be, really? If everything went smoothly, oh Robbie would have hair. <laughs> so, and oh, then yeah. what would his blog be called? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is why we don't have internet at Studio D. That's why. It's for your blog. And, and we haven't got the paint up on the walls yet. We're moving the studio on Thursday into you Saturday. Don't... Yeah, see, the studio move really doesn't coincide with my best months of availability. <laughs> so we're going to have our studio basically under tarps in the middle of the room while we are still painting walls. So it's going to be quite an adventure. So We'll talk a little bit more about that, but I did want to say thank you to everybody who has supported Studio D thus far. Um, some of you have um, subscribed to monthly contributions, which makes a huge difference when moving out of the house. Here we are in, in the basement of my house. Um, we now have new expenses. We're no longer covered by my home insurance, for example. We no longer able to tap into my home internet service and all of that. It's all it's a whole it's new ballgame. So. It's like it's like having a business without actually having a business because we do this for free. Right. So, so when you do the math, thank you for thank your you. support. Yeah. Absolutely. Big time. Thank you and welcome to our newly registered viewers. Yes. So we have. Ox Demon? Da- Damon? Ox Damon? I am bad at reading. Uh, Ox Damon. Damon. Rainbow Man 101010. Nice. Hey, Rainbow Man. Trucking Geek. Awesome. Oh, here's somebody. Bald Baldrick the Brave. Nice. Hey, yeah. Thornburg. Sweet Chin. Sweet Chin. And Domain Keeper. So, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And tonight I see, uh, actually, viewers in Hong Kong and want to say shout out to you. Um, We have a a very large and growing viewership in China, and and, uh, that's exciting. That makes me happy. Yeah. It's, One day I will come visit you. Look at that. I mean, and Happily. Look at that. Wow. And we're, we're actually, we are available through the Great Firewall of China, which is a wonderful thing um, you, that you can watch this live and on demand. Uh, even though the government seems to block a lot of Western broadcasts, we are able to get around that. Hello to our viewers in Texas. Wow. And all around Olympia, Seattle. Olympia, yeah. yeah. Blacksburg, Charleston. Cincinnati. Columbus. Nice. Tampa, Clearwater. Oh, I bet you guys got nicer weather today. Oh, near Ottawa. That's good. Kansas City. That's not Ottawa, Canada, though. Rotterdam. Um, Los Altos, San Francisco. 
all of our Smith viewers along Town. the uh, along the coasts. The various coasts, we've got you everywhere. I will tell you, when I read out where the readers are from, I don't know if you ever watched Romper Room. She means viewers. Viewers. Yeah. Did I say readers? Yes, you did. (laughs) She's a blogger now, folks. (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm in the Romper Room. I know. I feel like I'm just, I should have that, and I see. I see (laughs) And I see Tennessee Frank. The Netherlands. (laughs) I see Tennessee Frank. Wonder where he could be from. I feel like that might be an only Canadian and only like early Maybe 90s reference. You don't get the reference? I Romper Room. Love Thank it. you. But I've made, made the mistake of thinking it was from the Polka Dot Door once. Which oh. It, wasn't. it was Romper Room. It's Romper Room. Yeah. And they never saw Sasha. What? I know. Because if you watch the Romper Room years ago, you would sit at your TV just excited and waiting for your name to be called. Sort of like those Coke cans and the new Coke advertisement right. yeah. where everybody wants to find their own name that's ridiculous yes. What a marketing game that is so smart really so intelligent smart. marketing yeah. however not a product that i enjoy okay mm. <laughs> however if they wanted to sponsor us we'll just <laughs> well, i right would now. drink it every day we would really like it i would i would love it you gotta be careful of that that's kind of right Oop, hi coca-cola i love you yes <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have said uh, a few things on the air that have come back to bite me where I've said something about a brand or a product and and all of a sudden I, oh, I lost that deal because of it. <laughs> How great and powerful would I feel if somehow I, by saying that I don't drink Coke... A Pepsi sponsorship all got of a sudden a, Yeah, through. and I love Pepsi. <laughs> PC Cola, perhaps? Galen Weston, are you watching this? I really this? like PC Cola. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's President's very good. Choice. And this is their spritzer. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not that they're paying me to say that. Thank you, Pete. 48629. <laughs> How is the blogging going, Sasha? It's going well. Um, I am trying to commit to once a week. However, I did miss a couple of weeks. Maybe three. By a couple, I mean three. I blogged. I love it. I love it. It's just such an emotional commitment to sit down and get Mm -hmm. through. This is, oh yeah, my most recent article. When you're being raw and transparent with your readers. Well, and to be honest, my blog is about happy stories and the beauty of life which happens every single day and please do not think that this is some weird like fakeness like i absolutely love but that said this has been a crazy hard summer for me and this september has even been more stressful so i do find that when i'm trying to sit down and get into the zone all of a sudden I have like all of a sudden I want to do a rant and a rant is a wrong thing on a happiness blog. <laughs> I <laughs> so, so I love I love my blog and every time I sit down and I come out of it as a happier more grateful person. When I go into it however sometimes I'm in a rant mode. Oh yeah. And it's least like me and I'm coming out of it. I I, cool. Yeah, maybe yeah. it'd be encouraging for you as well to it, to do this. It's cathartic. It's nice. It's cathartic in the good way when you have to speak of happy things, and there are so many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what 
I need to think on the bright side of things. And oh, and yeah. for example, my my last uh, um, post is yes. that what it's called? Episode. See now I'm mixing everything up. <laughs> She's completely confused. Okay, so life changers. Life changers. So yes. life changers are about like those small, little, subtle things that happen in your life that you don't even realize are going to impact you in a huge way. So the thing that's most relevant here is the fact that. A long time ago, I worked at a lumberyard and hurt my back. Oh. So I started seeing a chiropractor. And that chiropractor... And then, I know where you're going with this. We met and you got on the show. Exactly. So that chiropractor um, had a friend who was another <laughs> chiropractor yes. who was okay. hiring. And then I met That's Robbie, funny. who then introduced me to Category 5. And I'm here now. So where you was... Never you never know. When something bad happens, like... So I hurt my back. That would yeah. be a bad thing. Sasha was the receptionist at my chiropractor. When That's I first right. Started going there, so and it was a have. funny start. <laughs> yeah, so. I think I'm having a stroke, <laughs> Sasha. No, Robbie. No, you're not. You are not no. having a stroke. What did you say? If you were having a stroke, you wouldn't be telling me about it. <laughs> yes, you oh, would. <laughs> right. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> when you're going insane, you don't know you're going insane. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> Probably. Well. <laughs> Okay, well, let's take a look at your blog because you've probably received a couple of odd emails that say, you know, somebody has been trying to access it or somebody's logged in. You probably see whenever I log in. Yes. So you get emails and I log in because I'm maintaining it for you. Thank you. So Thank I'm helping with kind of the administrative end of things. Mm -hmm. So what, uh, what kind of things do you see by email? Here I am on the spot. Do yeah, I actually well, read get, them? Um, <laughs> oh, right. You were you, right. You don't respond to emails as well as I. Right. Okay. So I do see things by email. <laughs> things about moderating. Is that what it's called? Moder mediate moderating. Uh, moderating your uh, comments. Right. Yeah. Whenever a comment comes in, until you authorize that user to post, uh, the way that it's set up on your blog is that you would have to approve that comment the first right. time. Once you've approved them, they are now whitelisted. Oh. So they can keep posting. Oh, that's a scary thing. I didn't know that. I oh, thought no. I had to. That's because good. Let's say, let's say Jot, you, as an example, because I know he has commented on your blog. Yes. So Thank you, Jot. has gone on and commented on one of your blogs. And then you've said, oh, approve. And you've replied. And thanks, Jot, for the kind words because you're, you're awesome. And thanks for reading. And then um, <laughs> next time he goes to comment on the next blog, it will just automatically go onto your comments. Oh, okay. Because you've already said to the system that, hey, he's, Jot's, Jot's he's, cool. he's cool. He's all yeah, right. He's a cool he's dude. Right. Yeah. All so right. that's actually a good feature. But you also will get emails if somebody tries to hack into the site because we've installed right. a plugin called WordFence. WordFence, as you, uh, as you know, if you've been following the WordPress series here on Category 5 TV, is a security plugin and it protects you from people trying to brute force attack your administrator login. That means they're sitting there trying to guess your password. Right. And you think that that's not a big deal because you think, well, well who's really going to guess at my password? But then because they would, it would take them so long to guess at it. But then you think that there are botnets, which are several computers all communicating together that are actually attacking your login form. And each of these computers that are, you know, maybe 10,000 computers in some cases are trying to guess your password collaboratively mm -hmm. until one of them finally gets it. And so if you don't have security in place to say, okay, well, if... It seems to be under attack. I need to lock them out. Right. Then you're going to get in a situation where somebody has compromised your blog. Not a good. And situation I feel like they probably wouldn't be going down the happiness path. No, not too likely. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get into your login <laughs> form. Here. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into your blog, 
as super administrator is my role here on Sasha time. Thank you with all of your spare time. Thank you for trying to trying to pitch in where I can, you know. Yes, you're great. <laughs> so here we are. So first thing that I notice is Sasha is that you have an update that's ready and and as a quick little review, we're going to just remind our viewers what we're going to do in that case. We're going to go settings, updraft plus backups. You remember on episode number 363, we installed Updraft Plus. And Sasha, you haven't seen this, but what I'm actually going to do is back up the blog. I just click on Backup Now, and it's going to create a okay. backup of your blog so that if the update that I'm about to apply breaks something, it's mm-hmm. extremely simple for me to revert. So always before updating, backup. I tend to, um, especially when the update itself is a theme because sometimes the theme updates can break the look of your website. Uh, if it's a plugin that is critical to the operation of your site, I won't care if it's something like add to any or you know something like that or share on Twitter or the Google Analytics code. Those things aren't going to break your site. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that's to, your, to the core of your site, for example, if I'm doing e-commerce and I've got WooCommerce installed, well, if that breaks, my whole site will be ruined. So mm-hmm. I want to have a really easy way to revert. So really, really simple. So looking at that, it's actually, it's already done. The backup job is is run. And if I ever needed to, I could click on restore and there's my backup. And I can restore the database, the plugins, the themes, the uploads, others, backup log. I can click on restore here and I can choose one or numerous of those things to restore. And it will instantly put it back to where it was. So now that I've got a good backup, I can feel confident that if I go to updates... I can run whatever update it is, and I don't have and, to worry about breaking mm-hmm. something. They so this is my rename WP login. They go. make it very simple. It really is easy. User, yeah. user-friendly, like mm-hmm. new user-friendly, Sasha-friendly. You've been blogging just like that. Like you got into it and have been blogging. Mm-hmm. So not a, not a whole lot of learning curve, really. Oh, very easy. So what we're doing tonight and on, over the course of this series is some of the stuff that Sasha won't be doing and some of the things that she will be so that you understand from an administration standpoint that, hey, if you're going to host your own WordPress blog, there are some things that you really need to know mm-hmm. because not everybody has somebody to log in and take care of these things for them. I am plain and simple. ultra it's really blessed. Important. <laughs> it's, it's important because you're going to get compromised if you don't do these things. So WordFence, here it is. I've already installed it. You remember Sasha and I uh, deployed that. This is a security plugin that is going to protect your WordPress blog. It is available for you for free. Make sure you install it. It is excellent. So you'll see that, uh, oh, okay, that is an old information uh, that needed to be upgraded. So now I can say, hey, I've already fixed this issue, and now it's going to go away. There we go. So right now, congratulations, Sasha. No security problems were detected by WordFence. Awesome. WordFence not only checks the integrity of your files, for example, noting that there was a plugin there that needed to be updated. Why is that important? Because sometimes the plugin developers, who are third parties, mm-hmm. will find issues with their pro- products that will allow hackers to compromise your website. So they fix those and they send out the updates. You mm-hmm. need to make sure that you keep up to date with those. So here we are in WordFence. Um, we're not going to run a scan. It's automatic, um, and it goes through and scans everything. You can start one auto, uh, manually if you like. But what I want to do tonight is I want to actually get into the options because when we first installed this, Sasha, we kind of just skimmed over the installation and deployment but never mm-hmm. really got deep into how we can tweak this to really work uh, for right. your site and to protect you. So the first thing that I mentioned to Sasha at the top of this segment is you know, how, what kind of alerts are you getting by email? 
And here, here's where we find the settings. So Sasha is receiving these. There's your email account that, um, that these are going to. Uh, feel free to send her your fan mail. Uh, and then here are what you are going to receive alerts for. So critical problems. So that's where if something is you know broken on your website, uh, for example, there's a really big exploit and you haven't patched it, it will let you know. Mm-hmm. Next up is uh, alert on warnings, less urgent things. Uh, alert when an IP address is blocked. So that's somebody trying to hack into your site and they've right. been blocked. So that's all fine and good. But to be honest, some of these things are a little bit over the top of as far as notifications go. When you run an active blog, mm-hmm. uh, you would be bombarded with, like, sometimes C- I have, constant. Uh, I'll have hundreds of IP addresses getting blocked in a single day. I don't want to be receiving an email every time an IP is blocked. Right. I just want to trust that, that the system is, is working. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> WordFence out of the box has all these things set. So that I get these notifications and I can feel confident that, yeah, it's working. This is doing a good job. Once you've got that confidence, we can turn off some of these alerts so that we're not so bombarded. So I'm going to turn off alerts on critical problems, alerts on warnings, alerts on IP address blocked. Alert when somebody is locked out of login because that happens a lot because they're guessing at your password. Alert when the lost password form is used for a valid user. No, I don't need that. Maybe you do. Think about what that means. And then here's one, alert when someone with administrator access signs in. That's probably the one that I would never turn off because if I ever got an email, and right. let's let's say my username was Robbie. Okay. If I ever got an email that said, Robbie just signed into your blog as administrator, mm-hmm. I would very quickly go, uh, no, I didn't. And then I can log in, I can change my password, I can lock out that user. Right. Right. So I would always want to know if, so I, of course, every time I log into my blog and you got one tonight when I, you probably have one waiting for me now that I logged in, but I don't need any other notification at this time. You can also set it so that it will only send, say, two emails per hour, for example. Okay. It's just unlimited. So scrolling down through some of these settings and you can go through everything in detail. Notice that some features are available for paid members only. WordPress oh. is available absolutely free, or Word Word uh, Fence, pardon me, is available absolutely free. However, there are commercial pieces to the software that you can purchase, and right. if you need those features, you pay in to have that service, and it's mm-hmm. an excellent service. So definitely worth your while if that's a feature that you're looking for. <clears throat> Do you want to scan for the Heartbleed vulnerability? Sure, why not? That means that. I mean, I, oh. I guess you don't need to, to because you're not a secure site. But if you were doing e-commerce, that's critical. Then I would. Yeah, that means that your site could be compromised as far as the security certificate goes. Uh, non-secure websites such as yours don't have a secure certificate, so it's not it, it's, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to scan core files against repository versions for changes. This is a really really neat thing about WordFence is that it goes out mm-hmm. to the web, the cloud. And it checks WordPress and gets the latest files and the checksums. And it says, okay, do the files that are on your blog match the files that are currently in the distributable? So if you got a virus on your website, for example, obviously those files are going to change. So then WordFence would say, whoa, there's something up with your WordPress. This file, this file, and this file are different than they should be. So it's just cross-checking. It's almost like, like a virus scan just by saying, is it identical to what it should be? 
because nobody's oh, ever going to change nice. those files, right? So if it's if it differs, it's going to let you know. So these are very, very important things. So then also you can do the same thing with themes, which is probably a good idea. If yes. your theme file ever changes. Scan the plugin files against the repository for changes. I would say yes, just in case a plugin ever got compromised. Scan for signatures of known malicious files. Absolutely. These are website viruses, things that get into your PHP code and inject things into your, your MySQL database. That sounds horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it can infect your users. It can cause other people's computers to go down because your web website is compromised. Can you imagine how horrible and catastrophic that would be? It would be devastating, and it happens to companies sometimes whose website gets compromised, and then their users right. become infected right. with JavaScript exploits. I will never do like that. that to you. I will. You are safe. We're securing her up here, folks. You are so safe to know. read my blog. I will get an email if ever she becomes compromised. I might get an email as well. However, I might yes, not check you, it immediately. You can call me up. <laughs> okay, so what else? See, go through these settings and you'll see, wow, WordFence, these are the freely available things. It's checking your site for backdoors, Trojans, suspicious code. It's scanning posts for known dangerous URLs and suspicious content. Why does that matter? Well, what if you copied and pasted something from a news site or something like that and didn't realize that the link that was in that information was actually taking you to a virus-infected site. Well, right. WordFence will actually warn you that, hey, you're linking to something that is malicious. Why does that matter? One, for the protection of your users, but also search engines. This will happen after the episode where I learn how to link things. There you go. <laughs> Search engines these days are really, really smart. If they find that your website is linking to viruses, mm -hmm. they will shut you down. Your website not not won't get shut down, but your listings in the search engines. Oh, that's smart. So if you're working to try to get high in the search engines because you want people to find you, yeah, then you can basically lose your credibility in the search engines, mm -hmm. so you'll be bumped right off the front page because you're linking to something. So WordFence will help you with those kinds of problems too. So go through all of these things. Um, check the strength of passwords and all one. these things. Um, you know, how much stuff do you want WordFence to do? It's excellent. Firewall okay. rules. You were asking, what's a firewall? I know. Is a that a wall of fire. Yes. Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> a wall of fire. <laughs> Try to walk through the wall of fire. If, if your knowledge of technology, and I have to use like a food reference, if your knowledge of technology is a wedding cake, let's say, of knowledge, my knowledge is a crumb. So that's why I ask questions like, <laughs> what is a firewall? Because I actually don't have a it's clue. It's perfectly okay to ask <laughs> what is a firewall without comparing your knowledge to a crumb. My, my knowledge of these things. Ah, okay. Could you make a, Manha a Manhattan? No, I can make a Manhattan. I can make a martini. I can drink a Manhattan. I can make a Long Island iced tea. You know what a firewall is. I would like to know what a firewall is while I'm drinking a martini. Have you ever seen a, an apartment <laughs> building go up in flames? Yes. That's four what firewalls. No. <laughs> what do you notice when an apartment building goes up in flame? That everything on the inside burns and then right. the walls collapse well if it gets to that point but typically what happens in a, an apartment building as an example because it's all firewalled is that the apartment that's on fire will become an inferno 
and the ones that are the other apartments, even the adjacent ones, will get hot and smoke damage, but they're not going to catch on fire necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because there is a certain type of wall, a firewall, that protects other apartments from having the the fire penetrate through that, that particular wall. Okay. Like concrete block and sealed up real good, and they might have lead or something like that to protect it. So when we talk about a software firewall, we're thinking in in, in along the lines that the fire, if you will, is anything that's bad, anything right. that is. Like the fire that would damage my website. Like a virus. It could be a virus. It could be malicious people. It could be script kitties or botnets. People trying to hack into your website. Things like that. The darkness. The darkness. The evil of the interwebs. <laughs> so we put up a firewall and that firewall, whether it be for our computer or our website with WordFence, is going to stop those things. It, it's there to avoid penetration by those kinds of dangerous things. So if I if I have a firewall, you, I, you've got a firewall on your blog with WordFence. So if I tried to hack into your account and try to guess and guess and guess your password, WordFence is eventually going to say, you know what? You've guessed 10 times. You're out of here. Right. No more. We're not taking it. You're locked out. They should have called it not the firewall. And I realize that that is now the name it is. Sure. They should have called it the bouncer. The bouncer? I, I get that. <laughs> Install yeah. the bouncer. Okay. <laughs> The we'll doorman. The from now on. Firewall. We're going to create I've got a that. new Thank language you. file. Yeah, that's right. We've got en-us. We've got en-uk. We've got en-sasha. <laughs> and the Sasha one is the firewall is bouncer. How I understand things. So let's look at the bouncer rules tonight. Okay. And as we look through these settings in WordFence, well, I mean, there are some really cool things that are going to detect, you know, crawlers and scrapers and things like that. And that's getting a little bit sophisticated. You can probably leave things the way that they are unless you know what they are sounds very halloween login security <laughs> options is something that we want to look at if i have a botnet that's attacking a website mm-hmm. and i have 20 requests per ip address before that ip gets blocked that's a fair bit of time before the the user actually gets blocked so i can guess your password 20 times before WordFence will by default block me that's more than you need because if I, if th- you, let's say, if I type my password in wrong. Will you ever do it three times in a row? No, because I would panic at number two thinking I'm going to lock myself out. And then I would let you know that I'm having a problem. I'm right. Houston, I wouldn't go 17 times and think, oh, maybe I don't know my password any longer. Exactly. So here's what, one of the settings in WordFence that are, that's critical to customize because by default, I think it's way too lax. Because I, as the administrator of my blog, am not going to sit there guessing my password 20 times. Mm-hmm. I have it memorized up here or in my password manager. Right. And so the case is, okay, well, how many times would it really take? For me, one. Mm-hmm. For anyone else, maybe you want to be lax and say, okay, I'm going to give myself three tries three. Three. before I get locked out. So let's take a look at that. So after how many login failures, let's go with three. Yes. So if somebody tries to guess my password three times, they are done. Okay, what about forgot password attempts? Well, you know what? I'm never going to use that on my own blog. I'm going to set it to one. And that does give me the chance to do a forgot password if I ever need it, but don't ever lose your admin password, of course. So here's what's critical. Okay, count failures over what time period? So, okay, we know that you can fail up to three times over what, five minutes? No, let's say per hour. So 
if I happen to lock myself out by accident, I can come back one hour later and try again. But so can the hacker. Right. So you got to keep that in mind. But hackers generally, or script bots and things like that, will move along. Right. You're not that important to them. I mean, you are important if it's beneficial. You are on IMDb. I, I, I do have a path to the Oscars. So the fact is, is that... <laughs> Really, realistically, though, they're going to be guessing and guessing and guessing, and then they're going to move along because it's just too much to sit there and get. I got three tries every hour. You yeah. know how long that would take to try mm. to hack in? So You're not winning anything some, at the fair, that's yeah. for sure. Okay, so amount of time that that user is locked out, uh, let's say, uh, well, we said one hour. You'd be locked out for one hour, and the counts would be over the course of that one hour right so if i guess three times within one hour i will get blocked for one hour see how that works okay. mm-hmm. immediately lock out invalid usernames absolutely i am never going to forget my username and why is that important because you remember when we first started the series what was the first thing we did we got rid of the admin user right, right. because that's the one that people are going to guess at if they're trying to hack into your website first so by setting that setting we have immediately said if somebody tries to log in as admin, they are gone. Mm-hmm. There's no guessing. There's no playing around. You're locked out. Done. To take it one step further, I could leave that off if I wanted and actually set here. Immediately block the IP of, ad- of uh, users who use admin, right? Right. Or comma separate and, and add whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Or in your case, I could even say things like, you know, maybe Sasha. someone would guess Sasha. Well, sorry, we're a little more secure than that. Your we're very sophisticated. Is not Sasha. That's right. Right. So let's put it in there so that the, that person's going to get blocked. Okay. So we know already from episode two, uh, pardon me, episode 363, that this is very important. Prevent discovery of usernames. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're blocking WordPress's re- re- uh, revealing your username because that's just a bad security practice on WordPress's part. Okay, so at this point, that's feeling pretty secure. I'm going to save the changes, and there we have it. So WordFence is now locked down, but in such a way that we're not getting bombarded with, with emails every 10 seconds as someone is trying to guess at our password. And keep in mind that we did ha- we used the change wp-login.php uh, plugin as well. Right. So in order for them to try to hack into this, they would have to first discover your login Where it's... form location, which right. is more difficult. Good luck to We've them. Got a pretty good little Fort Knox going on. So nobody is going to get in. They have Don't a say that. Bouncer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Forget she just said that. You're not gonna try. It's not what we're trying to establish here. We're just trying to help out people who want to be able to use. Oh, well, let's change the subject here now that I need right. to feel like I touch yeah. wood. Yes. <laughs> here are the top stories from the Category 5.TV newsroom. The public is getting a broader glimpse at the still secret of world of government data collection. Yahoo said Thursday it won release of 1,500 pages of documents filed in a secretive surveillance court. It said the documents stem from an unsuccessful lawsuit brought brought in 2008 challenging the government's right to demand user information. The government won a victory last year when portions of previously closed documents were ordered public. As it noted Thursday, disclosures from the Foreign Intelligence Service Court are extremely rare. The documents are a public relations victory for Yahoo. They show it's resisting orders to comply with the surveillance programs. How do you like that? <clears throat> I 
I, a company that refuses. Well, it I mean, makes, try, yeah. Right? Well, yes. As long as it's not passive compliance, like just, yes. oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Okay, At least well, you ordered us. No, exactly. Fighting it. And you know Thank how much you. of it is marketing uh, because it is good on them. Mm-hmm. For sure. But uh, I think it says something when a company will put their mm-hmm. finances on the line because governments impose hefty yeah. fees for anyone who does not comply with their orders. Yeah, I I have huge appreciation for companies that are willing to step up and do what I would like to think I would do in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. Here's fun news. Microsoft is extending expanding its video game empire, buying the wildly popular Minecraft and the tiny production studio that designed it for 2.5 billion dollars whoa that's the part that's happy news i'm thinking that guy who just ended up with 2.5 billion dollars <laughs> for a game do this for, to make money for a game that i think looks ludicrous like it's ugly Absolutely. it's ugly it's not I, I can't see it being fun i see tons of kids <laughs> huddled around their parents or their own like smartphones yeah. and and tablets and things playing this ridiculous looking game so she just offended a lot of you and i'd like to apologize for the offense. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> However. I hate Coke. And this, anyone who plays Minecraft is dumb. This game <laughs> is worth $2.5 billion. Oh, my goodness. Oh, sorry, world. Okay. With Minecraft, Microsoft will be acquiring one of the most popular games ever. Minecraft Obviously, I'm in the minority. Minecraft <laughs> has been downloaded more than 100 million times since it launched in 2009 big. But buying Minecraft won't give Microsoft the brains behind the creation. Yesterday, Minecraft creator Marcus Person wrote a public letter saying he's leaving Mojang as soon as he signs the deal. Now that a major corporation is involved and Minecraft has gone mainstream, it's all too much for him. Person says, I make games because it's fun. I don't make games with the intention of them becoming huge hits. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a CEO. I'm a nerdy computer programmer who likes to have opinions on Twitter. The question now on fans' minds is whether a big company like Microsoft will let this independent, humble game maker roam freely and retain some of its unique flavor or suck the soul out of the studio. Ah. I I will say... That even though I don't like the look of the game, I love the attitude of the man. Yeah, I think so. Yes. And, but if, I think the players, the, the gamers who play Minecraft, is, who are wonderful people, by the way. I, yes, I adore all of you. <laughs> I don't understand I a you. A are <laughs> a little bit um, up in, uh, you know, it's like you feel, whoa, whoa. What? My game is going to Microsoft? Like, they are kind of notorious for not having the best reputation for buying game companies and then having success. Oh. We'll have to see. Somebody's $2.5 billion richer. There has been mounting opposition to services such as Uber, which uses smartphone apps to connect taxi drivers to customers. Uberpop is one of several services offered by the firm and has proved particularly controversial because it's drivers not because it uses drivers not directly employed by the company and therefore without professional transportation licenses. In London, cab drivers launched a day of protest over Uber's services, which they claim broke the Transport for London rules. Similar protests have been held in Paris, Madrid, Rome, Milan, and Berlin, and the service has been banned in Seoul. Now a German judge has overturned a nationwide ban on the services offered by Uber. 
The temporary injunction banned the start banned the startup from offering Uber Pop ride-sharing services in the country. A Frankfurt regional court judge has ruled that taxi companies in the country had waited too long to request an emergency injunction. Hmm. The German Taxi Association, Taxi Dutchland, said it would appeal. They say the taxi industry accepts competitors who comply with the law and Uber does not. Uber welcomed the judge's decision saying Uber Pop is revolutionizing transport in cities and and beyond by helping to create similar or to create smarter cities with transport choices. Demand is so great in Germany that Uber expects to double in size by the end of the year, bringing its services to more cities in Germany. Although the temporary injunction against Uber has been lifted, the case goes on as part of an ongoing civil rights lawsuit brought by Taxi Dutchland. Hmm. So, I I think it's inevitable that uh, smartphones and apps and things are going to be doing this kind of thing. It's I know. Oh, I just we're going to lose money on it. Yeah, they're going to lose money on it, and I just I worry about having taxi drivers and that aren't licensed. Yes. I just I just worry you hear bad stories about things like Kijiji, and you hear, yeah. and I just wouldn't want anything bad to happen having a widespread availability of anybody picking anybody up. They do make it sound pretty bad, though, like these are unla- unlicensed taxi drivers. Mm-hmm. How, like, this isn't like, I couldn't become a taxi driver just because I installed the, the app, could I? Maybe you could. And that's what, I think that that's where, I, I, <clears throat> the maternal side of me is screaming, saying, no, Stay I want safe, everybody kids. to be licensed. Because <laughs> other than that, it just seems like glorified hitchhiking. Yeah. And everybody knows that is, by and large, not the safest mode of transportation. Yeah. Uh, Jot says in the chat room, uh, thinks one of the problems is also insurance. Because are you really insured to have to be picking up people and carpooling? and? Right. I mean, just as much as the passenger might be at risk, the driver also would be at risk. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a screening process for that kind of stuff. Who knows? Not that I, mean, not that I don't think Uber is a great idea it's an amazing idea but i think it needs to have a like a security i hate to say it but some regulation it may be a bouncer (laughs) (laughs) nicely segued a wireless canon pixma printer has been hacked to run a classic video game doom the hack the hack was carried out by security researcher michael jordan and it took four months to get the game running on the hardware He said that he had undertaken the project to demonstrate the security problems surrounding devices that would form the Internet of Things. Canon said that it planned to fix the loopholes on the future printers to make them harder to subvert. The printer has a 32-bit ARM processor, 10 meg of memory, and even the screen is the right size, says Mr. Jordan. It had all the bits, but it was a coding problem to get it all running together. But needless to say, he pulled it off using the insecure web interface of the printer. Hmm. On a blog entry about Mr. Jordan's work, Canon said it intended to provide a fix as quickly as feasible, which is probably to the disgrace of everybody playing Doom right now. (laughs) On their printer. (laughs) On their printer. Not working. This will involve adding a username and password field to the web interface for future Pixma printers and issuing an update for existing owners to add the same feature. But fun while it lasts. Oh, well, I think that's cool because if you're going to hack a printer to demonstrate the, to the manufacturer that they have security problems, Midas. why not make it fun? Like, why not? Why, why hack it and make it print a bunch of stuff? Like, no, put Doom on it. 
I love it. Just to show that it can be done so that the manufacturer wises up and says, oh, maybe, just maybe we should have a password on our firmware updating tool that is available through Wi-Fi. Whoopsie daisy. Yep. Get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by Tennessee Frank and our community of viewers. If you have a news story that you think is worthy of on-air mention, email newsroom at category5.tv. For the Category5.tv newsroom, I am Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Belltone. Check them out at belltone.com and learn why Belltone is the choice of millions when it comes to fantastic hearing care. Also, you can get a free trial by calling 1-800-BELLTONE now. This is Category5 Technology TV. Sasha Dermatis has got the pen out. There she is. Just sign that card for you. She's going to personalize that. If any of you would like that personalized, let's see who's going to win this tonight. This is a personally autographed. These are good business cards, too. They're they really, are, really, really nice. I know. They're I impressive. They would go through the wash. They, do, they will go through the wash. They're very impressive. All right. Here we go, everybody, for personally autographed merch. And these are available also through our uh, online store. You can go to the shop.category5.tv if you'd like some autographed merch. We've got pictures and posters and business cards and all that kind of stuff available there. As well as some other cool swag. Our mug! Huh, I couldn't believe I got an email that says that our mug is now available uh, and in such a way that it changes color. So as you add the hot liquid, it oh. will in fact make it appear. That's perfect. I feel like I should maybe backtrack and say it would be great if maybe our mug had a Minecraft theme. <laughs> Just slap it on there. <laughs> Not when it's owned by Microsoft. The lawsuits will ensue. Oh, Alright, Jim Gregory and Tachos. Everybody. Rob Gore. This is for Dennis that Kelly. personally autographed business card. She signed it right here as I was reading the tag. Get into the chat room. Category 5 on Freenode. The winner is... Here we go. Tacho. Oh, buddy. Way to go. Isn't this, isn't this the thing? Oh, my goodness. Ta- ta- You're what? Real, buddy. Tachos. Yeah. Congratulations. He's already been giving away some of his prizes. Buy a lottery ticket. Way to go. Tachos. Yeah, do that. And then buy us a camera when you yes. win. Yes. That'd be amazing. Hire somebody to finish Studio D for us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be neat? Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, congratulations to Tachos for winning it. I will write. Do you want her to sign anything fancy there for you? You know what? I'm going to. Might as well. Hey, Tachos. Congratulations. Uh, Thanks for watching and winning all the time. Yes, Tachos, you are a winner. (laughs) Okay. Well, what is going to happen next week? Well, we're not going to necessarily be here. We're in transition over the next two weeks. So just so you're aware, I I want our viewers and fans of the show, and and certainly if you're fairly new here, you should know that we are in transition. We are about to start uh, Season 8, and we are moving into a new studio space. That's called Studio D. You can find out more about it at cat5.tv slash studio. And uh, while we're in transition... We're mm-hmm. going to have one more show here, but it's going to be pre-recorded. That's next week. Because the reason we're pre-recording is because we have to tear down and move. So we right. are not going to have any equipment available to us next Tuesday. So that's going to be the case. I will be in the chat room and we'll be you know, still 
here uh, with a brand new show. And what we're going to be doing next week, it, it is our seventh anniversary, if you can believe. So we're wow. going to be uh, welcoming you to Studio D, showing you some of the process of how we got to Studio D. And, uh, and we're going to be um, taking you along for the journey. Mm-hmm. Took 365 episodes. One full year, you were pointing out. Yes. If you were to watch one hour a day, you've got one full year today. That's of right. Category five TV. <laughs> so, so we may have some tech challenges. I'm expecting that uh, over the next two or three weeks, we're going to have some problems. And thank you in advance for your patience. <laughs> Microphones could stop working. Which Internet may be problematic. But we're going to quality. We're gonna you know. Provide you a broadcast. I promise you that. See fuzzy, smiley faces that you may not hear. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be better than that. Um, we're working on getting a nice, solid internet connection in the next few weeks. Um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we may have to reduce our bandwidth consumption for the first couple of weeks as we transition because we're going to be using LTE just to get us through that time. Um, next week's show, we're going we're gonna to take you along and bring you to Studio D, show you how we got in there. Uh, and Season 8 is going to be live uh, from Studio D on September wow. 30th. So that's two weeks from today. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that hour absolutely flew by. Just goes. Yeah. Just like that. Can't believe the next time I see you, we're going to be in our brand new studio. Studio D. Um, Sasha Dermatis. And, and studio DSD. It's exciting. <laughs> the studio, uh, season 8 is an exciting time for us, too, because we're going to be bringing you new content. We've got much bigger space, right? So mm-hmm. what does that mean? It means better interviews. That's right. right? Better product reviews and uh, product demonstrations. When we set up a chroma key screen, for example, we won't be fumbling over it. We have room to spare. Oh, How do you like that? And we're expanding our tech news as well. So I'm quite excited about uh, about the growth in the newsroom. News is my favorite. Go on there, so. yeah. One last thing before we wrap up, Sasha. There was a recall this week that I thought we should mention for our viewers. Uh, this uh, comes to us from uh, Health Canada. They issued mm-hmm. a recall notice for about 112,000 kid uh, smoke and carbon monoxide detectors. So these are the hardwired ones, the the combination units. Uh, we've got more information on our website, uh, the newsroom website. It's newsroom.category5.tv. But if you've picked up one of these, if you've got one in your house, you want to make sure that yours is not on the recall list because what happens is they're hardwired and these units do a self-test every one minute. And it right. was found that if the power were to fluctuate during that self-test, your alarm will actually no longer function. So you can oh. have a fire after a power outage, and it's a, it's a 1 in 60 chance per minute, but you could have a power outage and then have a fire and the alarm would not go off, and carbon monoxide as well. So there are a few models that are affected by that. It's 112,000 recalls in Canada, but here's the thing, folks. Uh, there are 670,000 of these units that have been sold in the United States. And so even though the recall is here in Canada, I thought we should mention it. Go to newsroom.category5.tv, find out uh, which models are affected. That's the kid uh, alarms, the carbon monoxide and fire alarm uh, Mm -hmm. on one unit. Just be safe. That's all the time that we have tonight. I can't believe it. I, I kind of want to like tear down the brick wall as you know the symbolism. That's usually what we do at the end of uh, uh, an era for a season uh, for a, a studio. Uh, but Hillary's going to be in here uh, over Tearing the next couple of days. Uh, yeah, doing the tear down and, and 
pre-recording next week's show, so uh, as we uh, kind of pack up and, and move. So it's going to be an exciting show. You don't want to miss it, even though it is pre-recorded. Like I say, we'll be in the chat room, but it's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to take you right from when we got Studio D all the way to now with packing, and you're going to see some stuff that you have never seen before in Studio D uh, because we have not revealed everything on, uh, on the videos that have been put up on Backstage Pass. So Perfect. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Next week, thanks, Sasha, for being here. Thanks for coming thank you. as well. And thank you. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. 